Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is Daryl and Donna Barber. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Uh, we're doing looking a little further today into what we talked about in the last podcast about temptation. And if you would, Donna, why don't you read that out of Matthew 6. Okay. I think it's verse 13. It is, Matthew 6 and 13. And we have been going through the model prayer there, but the, Jesus gets, gets down to verse 13 and he said, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And one of the things I think that we began to see in that is that the true heart of the Father, which we're going to try to explain a little bit better now that we understand what the the temptations and the trials and adversities are that we've explored for the last few days— my understanding with that would be that Jesus could be looking at them and saying, you lead us not into temptation, but you deliver us from evil, for yours is a kingdom of power and glory. And the reason I say it like that is because if we look through the rest of the new covenant, we really see the true heart of the Father. And, you know, in our last podcast, you began to bring out that in James 1 and 12, and that is really where it starts talking about where we're going to see the real heart of the Father where, it's, where it concerns temptation. Yeah, and we finished last week in First Peter 4 and 12 where he said, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. So mm-hmm. we know these things are going to come in our life. We know we're going to have to deal with all kinds of adversity. You know, sometimes this thing is brought about where we're looking at everything through rose-colored glasses, but it's just really not that way. Jesus dealt with adversity all the apostles, good Lord, they their lives were threatened. Paul was beaten numerous times, uh, shipwrecked, all the things you threw in throughout the Scripture, <laughs> and, and then eventually beheaded by Nero. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these guys walked through a lot of stuff, and, uh, you know, we're not going to be exempt because we're in Christ to walk through adversity. We're going to have to deal with these things, but the thing we need to understand God is not the one bringing those temptations. And we said earlier in the previous podcast that we can show you Scripture that verifies this mm-hmm. and, and is very plain spoken. And uh, we're in James chapter 1. We spoke of verse 12 where it says, Blessed the man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. But let's let's go into verse thirteen. Okay, let's. I'm going to do this in two different translations because I know you've got the the King James pulled up there, but I also want to do it in the Passion translation. But yes, yeah, you finish that. It finishes verse twelve, saying the Lord has promised to them that love Him the crown of life. So go ahead and read verse thirteen there, and then uh, let's read it in other translations so we can get a little bit more clarity about that. Well, let me say this real quick. In verse twelve, you remember we finished talking about. When we overcome those things, James compared this to basically the Roman Colosseum, mm-hmm. to about their crown of life being that wreath that was placed on their head when they came out victorious from the battle that they were in. Because they were literally, I mean literally fighting, uh, fighting for, for their, their lives life. yes, is what it was. Mm-hmm. And in verse 13, he says this. He said, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. And one of the reasons for that is because God has no equal. Right. He has no equal. 
which we know that there's a lot of times people are thinking that, you know, God and the devil are at some big battle or whatever. But the truth is, Jesus defeated our enemy at Calvary. That's right. And so we have to look at it. This whole thing is about him overcoming to show us how to overcome. And I was, you know, ministering to someone the other day, and I was talking about, you know, that same power. Jesus said the same power that raised, that, you know, that resurrection-like power lives in us. That's right. And we don't, I don't think we give that as much credit as we should. But if we look at verse 13 in the Passion Translation, it says, when you are tempted, don't ever say, God is tempting me. And how many times do we hear that all the time? Oh, absolutely. You know, God is doing this He's and God is doing me. that. God is testing me and all that. That is so contrary if you read the new covenant in the fullness. But it says, when you're tempted, don't ever say, God is tempting me. For God is incapable of being tempted by evil and he is never the source of temptation. I love how that reads because there's so many times we think, or, or I guess the just old time teaching or whatever has said, you know, that God is the one, God is doing this and God is doing that. That is not the true covenant heart of our Father. Well, you know, if you go back, I think it's in Colossians, I, I just coming to me in my spirit, but I believe in Colossians talks about that when Jesus overcome principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in his cross. Praise the and Lord. Yes, refer- he did. That references back to the old kings. Whenever they would overcome an enemy, then they would come in riding on their horse. And, you know, one of the scriptures we read about talks about his train filling the temple. Mm-hmm. Well, he had all of those, basically the robes of those kings he had overcome behind him. And he would march through the city, you know, showing how he had overcome these other kingdoms and stuff. And that's what Jesus did in the kingdom, overcoming the kingdom of darkness. Yes. And when, you know, I was, I did that illustration one time with our, uh, at our Christian school when I was talking about the king and his kingdom. And I was showing them and I came in with a robe on and I had all these different colored fabrics attached to the end of the robe that I was wearing. And I was showing them that that's really what those kings would do. Once they would conquer a king, they would take it and attach it to that one. So that's how that train got so long because they had victory after victory after victory. And you know, now King Jesus is not going to be king. He is king right now. And so even like the temptation that it's saying here, we can't ever say this, that God is the source of that temptation. God is not a source of evil. It's not the heart of our Father to do that. No, and He don't want us to fail. He wants us to succeed in everything that we do. If you look up the word in the Strong's Concordance there, in the word tempted, it's number 3985. It means to test, that is to endeavor, to scrutinize, to entice, to discipline, to examine you know, to go about to prove or to try someone. Mm-hmm. And God's not doing those things. I mean, that's not taking place in that. That don't mean the trials don't, don't uh, you know, try They're, they're coming, and, but they're not from Him. That's right. And, you know, that goes back to what I look at in that situation is, is because in, I guess some of the teachings that I've heard always says that, you know, we have to prove ourselves to God. 
And we don't have to prove no, ourselves to the no. Lord. And I think that's where a lot of that theology comes in. Um, I think we need to stop on this one today because there's a whole lot more to this that we need to understand and explain, but I don't want to throw too much out there in, in one setting. But today, just think about this. Remember, he is not there to tempt you and try you. He's incapable of evil. No, and we know, according to what we read in John 16 and 33, that he is an overcomer, and because we're in Christ. We're already overcomers. Yes, we what are. What we do is come into agreement with what he's already said. So we'll pick this up again next podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Head on over to our Empowered Life Ministries Facebook page or our website and get your word of inspiration today. We really hope you tune back in with us tomorrow. Thanks for joining in.